All right. And we're on. It's on. Uh, well, we had raging this weekend, Kale. Yes, we had some ragings. Uh, we actually ended up winning the trophy for uh, most attendees. Yeah. Most attendees. Yeah. Because I don't think it was based off of the amount of athletes participating. It no. Was the amount of people who just showed up for that particular gym. Yeah, I think it was more along the lines of like more people to get through the door that's not competing is pretty much what they were going for. Yeah, like just trying. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a, a way for them to get potentially more people to come watch. Yeah. But it wasn't like we really... Cause I mean, we, probably, to think, we probably... By the amount of specters we had, we probably paid for more than one barbell, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, that's kind and of funny, right? Like, it, it's, right? It's, a, it's a thing for him to uh, obviously pull in more money to get people coming as a, as a draw. Yeah. I mean... But I mean, he just pushed, he pushed out there, what, the day before, maybe? Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't, like, long. Yeah, it wasn't like he was, like, a... Then, a like, then, like, we didn't, we didn't get to, like, have to prepare yeah. for it or anything like that. Uh, for some reason, I feel like my headset's a little loose today. But, um, anyways, uh, yeah, it wasn't, me and Kayla were actually driving to Ragin' and we were kind of talking about the about the barbell or whatever, and I was kind of saying, I mean, our gym was definitely a disadvantage. Wow. Well, because the fact that we're, we're, not, we're not local. Yeah. Right? You would think that, I would like, think, like, Ragin' would, would have gotten it. Well, and maybe they just didn't have a lot of their, I mean, not just like I said, I don't know where everybody, where everybody's gym they're at, but yeah. it didn't. It was like I saw like a whole lot of people with raging fitness shirt. I feel like it was probably between like either us and maybe like the unlimited. Or what was it? Unlimited oh, Jennings. What about Jennings? But they even, had a lot of people. But there. even them, like they're a lot. I mean, they're a lot closer to the Lafayette than yeah. us. You know, I mean, because I mean, what I mean it takes what about forty five minutes to try the Jennings yeah. from like Charles roughly. Uh, so I mean, we're definitely at a, at a disadvantage compared to most gyms because I mean, it's an you know hour and a half drive for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, every gym that. Everybody else, pretty much around that gym, around or at least around the area of Ragin, was at least a, well, yeah. well, at least a, most of them were an hour or less. Mm-hmm. You know, we probably want the further boxes away from that area for the most part. And every year, I feel like we always have the most people there. Like at least the like, last couple of years, we like have. at least the last like for sure the last like three times we've been. Like last mm-hmm. year, I don't even think it was close. Like we had we, Man, we had blocked off a whole section yeah. of the little college. at least competitors wise, we had probably. About 20 to 30 people doing yeah, it last year. Competitors last year. Something like that. And we said that probably close to like 15 or so probably this year. Yeah. Uh, so no, it was a good time. It's always uh, something that always comes around once a year. It's actually a fun time. Even if you're just going to watch, it's kind of fun. Well, it's a lot more fun when uh, you got a big group of people. Yeah. Because I know like you guys went to, what was that one that you guys went to? In, uh, um, Sydney and Lakin partnered um, up. Uh, what was that? Um, that one sick and I don't I don't remember it, to be honest. But that's over there. Where's that? Uh, oh, 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 that's, that's a small one. Slidell, yeah, yeah. Is uh, that Slidell? Yeah, that was Slidell. That was a Justin King one. Yeah, yeah. But that one, you know, those aren't nearly as fun because, like, as what no. maybe five, six yeah. of you guys there. You know, that's and that's a lot more of a lonesome feeling. That's a, out of the competition. Like, that's a long that's day. A long ass drive too. And that's a long day. Yeah. When you don't have that many people kind of hanging out with you and having a good time with it. Rage is talking for you. People are bullshitting. The one we went to was outside. Was it here in the spring or during uh, the summer? It was hot. It was like. 95, 96 degrees outside. It was hot. I can still remember the, uh, well, technically my first ever cross a competition was 20, the 2012 regional, but uh, that summer, because like regionals were always around like April, May time. And me and Mark did a, a partner competition. I think it was in Slidell maybe, or Denham Springs, Denham Springs, in like June or July. And it was out on a football field, like a turf football field. Oh. And there was like no covered pavilion area. Like the only covered area you had was like underneath the bleachers, depending on what side of the field you were on. Because obviously the sun, the side of the sun was shining. Yeah, 
And athlete check-in was like at 6.30 or 7 o'clock that morning. And it was so unorganized. I think our first workout was supposed to start around like 9, 9.30. We didn't start till like 1. Oh. That's how far they were behind. We didn't do our first workout till like 1 or 1.30. Oh, my. So we sat there just baking in the sun for hours. For four hours? I think we ended up only doing two workouts and then a final. It was supposed to be like four or five workouts, how far they ran behind. I'm surprised they were stayed. Oh, dude, it was <laughs> one of the most miserable experiences I've ever had in my life at a cross country. See, this year at Region, I feel like they were probably the most like on their shit than ever. I feel like yeah because I want to say uh, somebody like said they were last year ahead of time I feel yeah because like. I mean what time did we leave there probably about what four ish probably somewhere around yeah there. and usually it is close to like six or seven it was like dark it was dark outside yeah so. it was getting pretty close to dark uh, so it ran pretty smooth this year they kind of condi- they did a two floor system again mm-hmm. this year but I like that um, Coliseum they like the, the black of Coliseum better than they did it at the Cajun Dome last year because the Cajun Dome is just flat it was flat and you can't really and then you had a dual system going on so you couldn't you had to kind of pick and choose as to you know which side you were going to watch and then at least on with the the black and costume it has more of that Coliseum seating to where you can visually see the whole entire floor because yeah. he actually is kind of above the crowd you know um, so I like that venue a little bit better personally I but, like that one like, like I don't think it's close huh? <laughs> I don't think it's close compared to, to uh, the other sure. one it's it's definitely more of a older. Uh, it's a little older. I mean, they do like rodeos and stuff over there, so it's yeah. not like it's like a more rundown Bergen Coliseum yeah. to a degree. It's a smaller it's rundown Bergen Coliseum. Really, what it is for the rodeo area? Because I think right behind it's got like all the stalls yeah. and, and stuff like that. Um, but I think everybody did uh, pretty good overall. I think it was a good experience. I think people, most people enjoyed it. Got, the most part. podium people. Yeah. Podiums. Had, uh, uh, Nick had gotten third. Nick got third. Lakin got a third. All triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> so, so Lakin literally gets done. Was that for the first workout? The first workout, yeah. Uh, she gets done and she gets in the, she gets in the crowd. She and Was it that workout she threw up? So the first workout was the one she she threw up. She <laughs> threw up on, and then she like I'm pretty sure. Then she had to go, excuse the language, shit on herself basically. <laughs> and then the next workout was the next workout. The final workout had double unders. The, the final. Was and then she ended unders. up pissing on herself. I'm like the sale triple third. She literally turn. walks in the stands and goes, "I don't even effing care anymore. I just pee myself." <laughs> <laughs> she ended up doing really well. She got third. She, got, she did really well. She got she podiumed. Uh, that was the workout that actually got her on the podium. So Yeah, the uh, final workout. And that was actually uh, Sydney's best finish of the weekend, too. Yeah, she got, Sydney's best finish, too. She got, uh, what, fourth in that workout? Uh, fourth, I want to say. Yeah. yeah, which we knew that she was, was going to be kind of her wheelhouse. We knew workout. going into it, the first two weren't the best for and then that yeah. last one she was going to have to take advantage of. So. Yeah, and so it's always a good experience. I think uh, I think it's it's cool that some people kind of get out of their comfort zone a little bit and, and kind of jump into something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh it's definitely a different experience when you're kind of, it's one thing to do like, you know, CrossFit workouts like that. And it's one thing to kind of put yourself out there For on sure. the floor like that. Like and you're not of, just around the, your gym, right? Like yeah. When we did ours, like it's like everybody's watching, like we don't even know these people. Like well, it, it, it kind of puts you out in a little bit of your comfort zone a little bit and, uh, you know, and, and get you uncomfortable. And so, uh, I think it's fun for some people. Obviously some people there also, they're never going to do that. And it's fine too. Uh, I think it's just, kind of fun community builder event as well to kind mm-hmm. of get behind people have a good time watching and rooting on people and whatnot. I mean even if you're not competing I mean we still like I said we had we won the bar because we had some yeah, the most people come watch watching right um, but even just watching is kind of fun like you can get by the gate and you can like get, get crazy if you want to get crazy well, it's always it's always stages. so much easier to uh, tell somebody to pick up the barbell oh yeah for sure <laughs> that's the one as far as like come on 
when they're sitting there dying about the, their tongue's about to fall out whatever like oh, that. Absolutely. Um, but no, it was a good time uh, and so I guess I think he said potentially next year he was thinking about solely just doing um, team right team. yeah was like one thing he was thinking individual. about doing is that what he told Nick huh he told Nick that right uh so yeah that's that. supposedly it's what he's thinking about doing is that because he has a hard time sometimes every year getting volunteers and judges and so it'd be a little bit easier for him if you were just to do teams across the board which i think most people feel more comfortable doing team i mean mm-hmm. team is might be way more fun, it's definitely uh, more fun compared to doing an individual individual has a lot more pressure on you obviously because it's just you out there but also it's very rewarding when it's just you um but I think that's obviously a potential he's maybe looking at, but he's still got a hold of the year. You know, yeah. tell him he'll do, you know, a year from now. He might do another year of it and then, then go to that. But yeah. I feel like eventually it'll become that, though. Yeah. But, sure. man, the amount of uh, douchebags oh. at a cross competition. Oh. Now, that is something to be prepared to see. <laughs> man, <laughs> that's so the one bad thing about the CrossFit is, like, you do have some people that just, like, they take it to a different level. Well, like even when we were competing back in the day, you know, it'd be like me, either Jacob or Mark, and we'd be like, you know, whether it be like regionals or maybe, and I'm like, we look like the most plain Jane, plain Jane dudes people. in this freaking crowd. I'm like, clean shave, like buzz cuts, no tattoos, <laughs> like no no ponytail or beards going no. on. Like it's just like. We're just normal white dudes just walking around this place. And I mean, every single guy there has got either like a braided beard or, you know, hair down their waist or right. tattoos Crop like crazy or, you know, short shorts on that's got like, you know, two inch shorts. Or maybe you're like, it's just a bunch of, bunch of douchers. Yeah. The amount of egos walking around is just, it's, uh, a lot. it's a lot. It really is. And I think that's sometimes the bad taste that puts in people's mouth about CrossFitters yeah. is that you have people like that who um, really push that out like because I mean obviously it's their life they're, they're very passionate I mean, about it you like notice that. those people more right like you're not going to notice the plain jam yeah. guy in the corner like you're going to notice the crazy crazy dude over there going crazy doing donuts or whatever he's doing right yeah. and that's tough that's tough because that is kind of the world that we live in now is you know people like that get the most attention yeah. you know the, the guy who's you know, pretty even kill across the board uh, doesn't get that kind of attention. It's the people who either say shit that's off the wall or, you know, act a certain way to get the most attention. Um, but I think that sometimes, like I said, it kind of puts the bad taste in people's mouth when, you know, if you have those guys who maybe they work at where they work at and, you know, everyone's like, that dude's a big old douche mm-hmm. and he does CrossFit, you know, like, people are like, I'm not doing that. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're a big old douche, I'm not doing CrossFit. And it's those kind of guys who, you know, like Alma, you know, look how much of a badass I am. And, you know, that's, it puts a, a bad taste in people's mouth, you know, instead of, and I think, you know, our gym has done a really good job, you know, understanding that to a degree and understanding like, Hey, everybody's starts at different places and, you know, there is no ego to it to a degree. And it's, it's more just like just focus on you and you better than yourself yeah. and, and not mm-hmm. necessarily boasting about that all points in time and like realizing everybody, everybody's workouts important. And like, to a degree, it's almost like those guys feel like their fitness is more important than anybody else's, you know, and that's not always it's like, you know, your workout's no important than somebody else's workout. Well, because like I'm a competitor, right? My workout's more important yeah. than yours. And it's like, nobody gives a shit about you being a competitor, right? Your, your workout's just as important as Betty Sue, who's, you know, 55 years old and her aspirations are just, a, you know, feel better every single day. And she's not trying to make the freaking crossing games like you are. Like, nobody's sure. workout's better than your workout's because you take it a little bit more seriously. It doesn't mean your workout's more important, per se. And this year, I felt like it was just even more, like, it was just, it was taken to a different level because of that guy taking photos. 
from that. Because, like, oh. okay, so if you didn't know, the guy taking photos at Raging this year, uh, he takes photos for, like, Matt Frazier and, like, Rich Froney. Is that the dude? Like That's the dude. Like, like yesterday, Sydney showed me a photo, and that dude was it's him. in the garage at Matt Frazier's house. Okay. Like, I wonder photos. how he got that guy to come um, out and take pictures. I don't know him. how he got that dude. Um, I imagine it was because somehow, I'm sure Brandon Luckett knows him or something like that. Got to hook up somehow. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I think he, since he was taking photos, I think it was taken to a just a, even more extreme, just because they knew like, all right, these can be some pretty pretty good photos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I guess it's gonna be a couple of weeks before they probably throw them out there. I, the I think normally it takes around a month to probably get those back. Um, but I think he had two two or three different people taking photos. So. Did you have to? Because I remember last year you had to pay, like, pay money to the photographer to come take. Like more photos of you personally. Yeah, like, you like I think it's like fifty five. Okay, is the same thing this year. Yeah. Okay, and maybe it was just a a profitable thing for him. Like, hey, here's an for opportunity sure. for him. Well, I think I think I think he literally traveled because I think he was in Pensacola like two weeks Taking ago. Taking pictures. Um, and so I think he literally just travels. Yeah. And does that deal. So. I guess it's a pretty good gig. I mean, if you multiply that, dude had a hell of a squat. That's all I know. Dude, like, talk to, ass to grass. Ass to grass, tank to every paint. time. Every time it was boom. I was like, God, that's yeah. pretty pretty dude, nice. just, Crazy and converse too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess it's enough bullshitting, but um, I guess you know, kind of the top of the conversation we kind of thought up for today is, uh, you know, depending on, and we'll kind of go through different scenarios as to you know potentially what your goal may be, um, but you know, what is more than like you can kind of say okay, like if we had more of a priority of one or the other, you know, what would we consider maybe more important in the way of like like strength compared to cardio, you know, so to speak. And, you know, depending on what your goals are, you know, what you maybe want to lean in toward, towards more of per se. Um, and obviously both are very important. Both are good right? in their own way, right? Yeah, they're both, obviously they're both important. They're both that something that you need to include into your regimen on a regular basis, right? Um, I think for overall spectrum of health, those two things have to be input into your system. Uh, I think sometimes obviously, and, it, and like I said, I don't want to shit on anybody's fitness in general because whatever gets you moving on a regular basis, that's what you should be doing no matter what. Um, but whatever keeps you going. Yeah, but overall, as a, as a full spectrum of fitness, both need to be included into your workout regimen on a regular basis. You know, and sometimes you see people really leaning really hard on one way or the other, where you know it's certainly all strength training and no cardiovascular conditioning training, which can have issues in its own. And then people who you know solely everything's very based in cardio, right? And that's you know, usually your triathlon runners, things like that, that there's really hardly any strength training done whatsoever. And then same thing for like a power lifter where, you know, all of their time is spent on the barbell and they can't hardly get on the flat stairs without, you know, getting out of breath. And, but honestly, most of you guys listening to that don't fall into that bucket. Um, most of you guys do some type of, um, a little bit of both, which is great, right? And, but maybe if you're looking to fast track your way to a certain goal that you have, uh, you know, which one should you maybe lean into more? Like um, a little bit more. Yeah. And I think to a degree, everybody has a little bit of kind of like a three-headed spear approach as to what their goals are. You know, some, I think most people, obviously, A, they want to look better, feel feel better, um, and as well as, you know, perform maybe a little better as well. I think, I don't think most people nowadays fall into like one individual bucket. No. I think they all kind of have... Like an even kill deal. Kind of even kill, like, hey, I want to I want to feel good. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm all beat up and hurt. Um, I would like to look better and then obviously I still want to like come in here and, and be strong and, and, and perform well in my workouts as well. I think it's a little bit like of both. Fifth, right? Yeah, I feel like it's all three to a degree. Um, but, you know, based off that, you know, what 
what's a way to kind of fast track that approach? And we'll kind of go case by case scenario. And I guess maybe we'll start off with um, the, the, the least amount of what we may people fall into. So like, let's say for instance, since we're already kind of talking about competitive CrossFitters, right? Like what, in your opinion, let's say maybe you have a little bit more competitive aspirations when it comes to competing in CrossFit. Like what, what do you feel like is more important for those people? Uh, I feel like probably for most people getting into, like getting into competing, it would probably be strengths. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, just because like nowadays you gotta be, like if you're, if you're trying to go to top ends, like you have to be strong yeah. in every aspect. You gotta be able to do Olympic lifts, you gotta be able to do your normal back squats, your deadlifts. Um, and so I would probably say strength just because another thing is like, it takes a lot longer, I feel like, to build strength mm-hmm. than it does condition. Yeah. Um, like you can take three, six months in conditioning and, and improve a lot. Three mm-hmm. to six months in, in strength might not get, might get you five pounds. Yeah. Right. Um, and so in my opinion, I would definitely say strength. Um, but I mean, then again, like you could take somebody getting, just getting into CrossFit, it's really strong. Okay. And go the other way with yeah. it. So. But more often than not, I would say 9% of the time, most people coming into it, it's, if you have more competitive aspirations, usually it's okay. Like you have to get your general strength up because it takes the longest, right? It's a lot easier for somebody to develop an engine than it is for somebody to develop strength. It might take you three years to get to yes. where you need to be strength wise. Right? Yes. So. There's a reason why some of these guys are taking most of your prioritizing strength and not so much on condition. They'll, they'll keep touching on it. Right. But they're not really trying to focus on building that, engine so to speak until they're you know only a couple like a few months out from a competition right and so uh obviously building overall general strength because of that aspect is because you have to get the general numbers up to a certain point to be competitive first and foremost and if you don't have those numbers then there's something you can do but you can have the best engine in the world but if you don't have the strength to be able to lift that barbell up then there's not much you can do about it you know and so uh i guess it's kind of like that's also that's that's quick and easy there. Um, not really a whole lot. To, obviously, it's an individual basis. If somebody comes in strong, obviously the engine is the main like thing. If you right? come in like if you have super big powerlifting yeah. or Olympic back. Yeah, you've had like ten plus years of that. Need to be put in the conditioning. Yeah, for us, a little bit so. of that. And so um, that's, but that's obviously not many people. Like a small percentage of our gym is, that kind of falls into that bucket. And let's say you know, obviously on the other side of that, let's say maybe somebody has competitive aspirations when it comes to hey, I want to start running you know, a half, half marathon or a triathlon or Iron um, an Ironman or whatever, whatever it may be, right? Obviously, that's pretty straightforward too. Obviously, you're going to lean into more cardio side of things. Obviously, strength training still needs to be touched on, but obviously, your majority of your training is going to be done on the cardio side. But that's very sport-specific, right? But that's maybe less than 5% of the gyms who's really even considering that. So I guess the main topic of the conversation would be which most of you guys fall into this bucket of, you know, what we talked about of feeling good, looking better, and performing overall better, maybe in the gym, you know, what will be your opinion as to what they should prioritize more of? More of? Uh, I still kind of want to lean strength, like still lean strength in general. Um, just because, I mean, I feel like being stronger in the gym, you're going to be able to go get more reps, you're gonna be able to go a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously if you're coming to CrossFit anyway, you're gonna be getting that conditioning side of it mm-hmm. in workouts daily normally. Yep. Um, but also just actually like putting an emphasis on like when we're doing like the strength work or maybe you're doing well, something like that, actually giving it a hundred percent, right? Not coming in here and like we have 
every 20 seconds exactly. you got 24 back squats, right? And you're over here doing... <laughs> you're going to throw that out there I'm right just going to just say uh, you're doing like uh, 50% of your maximum is actually supposed yeah. to be 70, right? Well... Taking advantage of what yeah. we and that was And that's kind of the biggest thing is I think so many people... Uh, like I said, there's kind of two, two avenues when I want to kind of talk about this is... is I think a lot of people get wrapped up into the Metcon, the conditioning piece of the workout, right? Which is, you know, most people's attention goes into yeah. it, right? Because... And when you finish the workout, they're like, hey, how'd you do in the watt, right? They yeah. They'll say, hey, how'd you do, do the, the strength piece, right? right? Like, nobody really ever talks about that. That's kind of like an, almost an afterthought. It's more about what you do in the conditioning piece. Um, and so, a lot of people put their, their energy into that, and they put a lot of their focus into that. And, you know, to a degree, when it gets to the strength piece, they can almost... Uh, you know, go through the motions a little bit to a degree because they're more concerned about what's about to happen in the strength piece. Like, I don't want to get worn out for the conditioning yeah. piece. When all actuality, you know, in the long run, if you you put a lot of intensity and a lot of intention into the strength piece, right? Obviously, A, you're going to get stronger because of it, right? Because you're putting more intention into it and more intensity into it. B, because of the fact that you're putting more intensity inside that piece, you're more than likely going to build more skeletal muscle mass because of it. And because of that more skeletal muscle mass, A, obviously that'll help you look better because of the fact also you have a more skeletal muscle mass, especially for the guys, if that's something you're wanting to do. But even for the girls where, you know, they might shy away from that. They're like, oh, you know, I don't really care about building muscle. Well, you should because building skeletal muscle mass is also going to help you tone, so tone out or lean out, right? If I have more skeletal muscle mass, what people don't realize is that it allows you to burn more calories at resting, right? And the more calories I can burn at resting, that allows me, A, to eat more food, but also, B, because I am burning more calories, I'm going to drop more body fat because of that, right? And so someone called leaning out, that's what you're going to want to do is build skeletal muscle mass. I think a lot of people lean into the cardio aspect of it. Like we, I think we talked about this before is, you know, with the watch uh, podcast yeah. is a lot of people lean into the cardio side of things because they're like, oh, you know, I'll burn more calories when I do cardio, right? If I do a 30, 45 minutes, you know, treadmill run or a bike or maybe I burn more calories compared to when I do like a 15 minute AMRAP. Um, and you're looking at the short side of things. Yeah, you maybe burn more calories during that session, but you're not gonna build- You're not getting any benefits. You're not gonna build a whole lot of skeletal muscle mass running on a treadmill or biking all day, right? And, and so in doing so, you actually decrease skeletal muscle mass because of it. And in doing so, you burn less calories at resting. So you're doing yourself a disservice, right? And so, and then like I said, because of the fact you're, you're putting more attention in that, that allows you to get stronger, be more toned, so to speak, as well as build more skeletal muscle mass, but as well as, you know, what is one of the number one things people have a limiting factor to their workouts that they want, especially if they're trying to go up in covers, is strength. Right, regardless if it's strength with the barbell, strength with the dumbbell, or general general strength in the way of being able to do bar muscle ups or handstand push ups or things like that. Right, and a lot of times people can't do those particular moves because they don't have the general strength to do that. Sure. Right, they can't do strict pull ups. They can't they can't do enough push ups. They can't do a strict handstand push up. They're limiting them from doing the higher skill movements like in the brown and black categories. Right, and so if they put more attention in doing that instead of kind of pushing that off to the size like an afterthought the strength piece, it would also allow them to eventually start to perform better in the Metcons as well. And I think a lot of people kind of forget about that is they get so wrapped up in the strength piece, uh, you know, affecting my workout that it's going to fatigue me during my workout that 
uh, I don't want I don't want that to affect me. So I'm gonna kind of like take it easier yeah. over here to have more energy over here. And, and I and I get that, but you're doing yourself ultimately a disservice at the end of the day because you, that's what's gonna prohibit you from getting better as better well. Forward, yeah, and so uh, the strength pieces aren't meant to be just something to kind of fill up time. They're actually there for a purpose. And so and you see it so often like. Like yesterday, after those bulking and split squats, I had to sit there, you know, about five minutes. I was like, like I'm, I, I kind of feel long. wrecked a little yeah. bit right now because uh, and my ass is sore as hell today. Don't obviously, hey, no pun intended. <laughs> but, uh, but because of the fact you should be putting intention into that, you know, and, and I understand like sometimes maybe some days you're just not feeling it that day. And, and you know, some people are like, oh, we know. And, and, when it comes to strength, I'm trying to say like, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, I don't lift that kind of heavy weight in the, in the Metcons. And, that, and that's fine. But that, the issue with that to a degree is now you're starting to go into more like a maintenance mode, which is fine too. If you're happy. I mean, that's your goal. Yeah. That's it. And, and if that's your, if you're kind of like, hey, I'm happy how things are, you know, uh, you know, I'm pretty happy how things look in the mirror. I, you know, I feel pretty good. I'm performing pretty good overall. You know, I, just, I don't want to lift the heavy loads. Um, and that and that's fine, you know. But just know that you get what you put into it, and, and it's it's relatively easy for the most part to uh, sustain what you have. Like um, I was actually doing, I was looking to stuff like that the other day. It's like how much um, effort you have to actually input to maintain current what you have, and it's uh, it's not at least in the way of like strength and skeletal muscle mass. It's actually not a whole whole lot, um, you know. Like for generally. You know, overall, like say you're trying to take a particular muscle group, and let's say maybe you're trying to get your legs stronger, right? Let's say you're trying to get your squat up, right? Like ideally, again, in like a week's time frame, you would do somewhere around ten sets worth of squatting in a week, right? Let's say that's what your main primary goal is: get your squat up. You ideally would at least try to do ten sets within a week, right? You could do, you know, five sets on two different days. You could do three sets on three individual days, you know, something like that to get close to the volume that you would need. But let's say maybe you're pretty happy with how you are and how you know how your quads are and how your squat is. You could, I think it's like down to like 10 to 20% of that volume a week and you can sustain a lot of what right, you maintain have. Maintain what you have. Right, so you're talking like 10 to 20% of that to sustain what, what you have. And so, um, so it goes, but just know that that's what's kind of the, the default of exactly. that, right? Um, and, and obviously, you know, with the heavier weights, it's one of these things of you do have to check your ego to a degree and like push yourself and also own the movement and be in control of yeah. the movement. I think sometimes people can be like, oh, you know what? I don't want to hurt myself. A lot of times when you start to uh, start to ego lift and you lose control of the movement, right? That's the reason why we do a lot of tempo works like that. It's really hard to lose control of the movement when you're under, temp- under some type of tempo uh, that that's where injury starts to occur, right? If you're just like working to a warm max back squat and like you're just slamming down at the bottom and trying to come up as quickly as possible, um, obviously that's when there's more, the chances of you getting injured is a lot higher compared to like, if I said, okay, today with your back squat, you're gonna work to a heavy single, but it has to be a three second lower with a two second hold at the bottom and then come back up, right? You're not gonna be able to lift as much loading because of that, because of the fact of how much control you're going to have to have in that individual movement. Um, now that doesn't mean that, you know, it comes to like a snatch or a clean and jerk or, or a squat clean. Obviously those are explosive movements and those can be taken a little bit more with a grain of salt because of the fact that obviously once again, the higher you go with weight and the more, um, weight loading you put on that barbell, the higher the chance of injury may occur because of that. 
And so those are maybe movements that I would maybe say, hey, if your primary goal is not to be got to like the highest clean jerk or, um, you know, performance is not necessarily your thing. And like the, the, the Olympic lifts are maybe two of those movements that I would say, okay, hey, work up to something that is, you know, a little tough for you and then cap it out at that, okay. right? But because those are explosive movements, you can't really put a tempo like a snatch or a, or a back like or a clean and jerk whatever it may be but you can do those things like with a deadlift with a bench press with a strict press whatever it may be we can add those things to it so only the movement pushing yourself as hard as you can while owning the movement is is what i would suggest to people who are kind of like hesitant about lifting too heavy because of this they're scared of potentially hurting themselves because of it like we said if we're kind of attacking this on a three-tier system of saying you know what well, you know i want to look good but also i want to feel good i don't feel like i'm wrecking myself constantly in the way of like my joints hurting my knees my shoulders where it may be um as well as performing well those but that's what you need to think about considering is not not just whitewashing over the you know the strength pieces actually putting a lot of attention into that you know um and the same thing applies for if somebody's sole purpose is losing weight as well which you know, most people, I would say more, more often than not, that's usually the case is obviously some type of fat loss or weight loss is what the ticket, the bucket they fall into is one of their goals. And, uh, you know, and once again, in doing so, a lot of people put a lot of attention into doing more cardio, right? A lot of people want to, you know, get done with the workout and maybe hop on a railroad or go for a run or whatever it may be. You see people lean into that with the aspirations of, that's going to help them lose more weight. And once again, kind of going back to, if you could spend a little more time doing a little extra strength work, you know, building that muscle mass, helping build some more skeletal muscle mass, you'd be better off for it, for especially losing or dropping body fat. So it's, it's one of those things where that's what I would put my priority into more than anything else. I think, especially outside of the gym, that's where a lot of people put their attention into is definitely more the cardio side of things. Um, so I don't know how much, if we went, there's another case scenario we can think about here, but I think it's where most people usually fall into is, is one of the, is in that tier of, you know, dropping body fat, but, but feeling good and um, feeling confident themselves, but also working out and feeling like that, you know, most people in the gym, they're doing a workout, right? They don't want to be like dead last every single time yeah. in, in, in the conditioning piece, right? It's not, but they still at the same time, like feel like I'm, I'm, I'm proving, you know, I feel better in my workouts. I feel like I'm improving in the gym. I think to a degree, everybody still likes to see that, um, but as well as, you know, see the body compositions that they're after and, and the fact that they, they still feel good. They don't feel like they can barely squat because their knees are hurting them so bad or their shoulders hurt every time they press a barbell overhead, things of that nature. Um, and if that is the case, if, you, if you're one of those people who are kind of falling into that bucket of like, hey, my, you know, I don't like to lift heavy because of my joints or whatever it may be, you know, that's something that you probably need to come talk to us about and some things that we need to help you out with. Because it's not natural that every single time that you go down for a squat, your knees are achy, or yeah. every time you go for a press, your shoulders are achy. Uh, Stuff you can do to help that. There's some things that you can do to help that because the way, the amount of volume that we do in a week, the way I like try, I try to prioritize the volume that we do, um, it shouldn't be necessarily like over usage injuries, right? Like, yeah, there's sometimes that maybe that week is a little bit more leg intensive or shoulder intensive or maybe for that particular week of programming. But we try to do a pretty good job of balancing everything out to where we're, we're pressing and pulling pretty equally through each week, right? We're not just overly pressing all the time. We're not overly pulling all the time. 
And same thing, we're not over squatting, we're not over hinging too much in that individual week. Um, we're trying to at least pull something from the ground, bring it overhead at least once a week. We're trying to carry something for distance for at least once a week. Is the general frame that we try to fall into, that way we're not overusing anything individually. Uh, that way we're creating good balance in the body, right? And that you're not developing over injury or over imbalances in the body, which can also can cause injury. And so, uh, so if, if you're one of those people who maybe fall into that a little bit of, of being scared because of, you know, or being scared to lift more heavy because of that aspect, then, you know, I would definitely say you talk to me and Keller about that to help you, you know, get out of that to where you feel more confident in doing that. But I think maybe that's more the, the top of the conversation is people not putting enough attention into the strength pieces because they're putting so much attention yeah. inside the conditioning pieces. I guess it's probably a, a better thing that better we talk about. To talk about it today. Um, this probably should have been the main topic of the conversation was that because I, I do see that a lot is that you, I mean, do, you see it literally every class though. Yeah. You see, you know, they're kind of just kind of go through the motions of the strength piece. You know, they're, they're basically talking as they're, doing, of, as they're doing the lifts. Unpopular opinion, but a lot of people that do that, okay, probably need to be putting more emphasis on the strength piece anyway, in general. Just, just <laughs> Stones throwing. Just Kale. saying. Throwing stones over here. I call throwing shade. Out, but throwing shade out. Uh, and so, I, you know, you see it very often is that people are, during the strength piece, they're either, you know, talking while they're doing the lift, you know, and it's fine to be like cut up and, and stuff like that between sets, you know, that's fine. Like, you know, that, that's, that's having a good time and building camaraderie and having a good time while you're working out. That's very important. But uh, if you're literally doing a set of Bulgarian split squats and I'm on the sixth rep and I'm literally saying, like, having a conversation with somebody laughing, probably you're, not you're probably not going heavy enough. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, that, and that can be, a, you know, and it's fine if that's not what you want. If you could care less about any of these things, you're like, dude, I don't give a shit. Like, I just want to come here and break a sweat. That's all that matters to me. Then you know who to, who am I to say otherwise, yeah. right? Like, and, and for some people that could be their goal. That's fine, uh, but if you if you are a little bit serious about your fitness and you're wanting, like I said, to, to do one of these three things of, of feeling good, looking good, and performing better, then you need to start prioritizing your the strength pieces. You need to start putting more attention into it and, and think of it like as two separate things. Like uh, a lot of, a lot of people don't realize like the intention of what you're putting into it is very very important, right? And that's yeah, uh, most important. Yeah, it's like it's not always about you can have a great workout, but if you don't have the good intentions, it's not going to do too much good for you, right? Yeah, it's not always about doing more because um, a lot of people think better, like more is better, and it's like well, better is better, and putting more attention to what you're currently doing. And I could, I can guarantee you that if you, at first, you're probably going to feel like I'm full of shit because you're going to be like, dude, I was so smoked after the the strength piece that I had nothing left for the conditioning piece. And you might feel like that a handful of times, no doubt, like, or even a few weeks, you might feel like that. Eventually, your body's going to get accustomed to it. But as per normal, just like with anything, your body will start to adjust to that, um, and you'll better adapt, and you'll be better for it, right? You'll start seeing yourself, like, in the middle of the workout, all of a sudden, these the weights in my conditioning piece are starting to feel lighter, like I'm getting stronger. My skeletal muscle mass and my body fat are starting to drop because of the fact that I am putting more attention into the strength piece of not just like, you know, bat an eye at it and, and just kind of go through the motions of it. Uh, so, you know, I don't know how much I want to add to that, but that's one thing, I would, if you're going to take one thing away from listening to this individual podcast is, you know, put intention into it and like go hard there and, and don't necessarily think about what's going to be coming afterwards. It's okay to take the hit on 
the conditioning piece. That's part of the part of the game a little bit. I mean, just like yesterday, what yesterday's workout with you know the wall balls like that after the Bulgarian split squats. I mean, yeah, I felt pretty rep going into it, but that's okay. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Like nobody remembers what your score was a week yeah. ago. You know, like do it to better yourself overall. Not like not holding back to try to get you know thirty seconds faster on a metcon who nobody gives a shit about in a week from now what your score was on on, on this metcon. Um, the only time I, I try to maybe. Uh, you know, I allow you guys to put more attention into the Metcons, especially is like if we had like a benchmark, benchmark. like like Helen or um, you know like a hero workout that we've done before, where you're, you're trying to give your best effort to you know maybe yeah, be a score for them. Yeah, like I can understand that. Like that's fine. Like I could definitely I could definitely get that. But for the most part, like you know you should think it as each individual piece, put as much attention as you can each individual piece, and even if it does affect me uh, a little bit. You know, for the condition piece, that is okay. Like, just be okay with that. And, and but ultimately, at the end of the day, it will do you better as a service if those are your three main goals. So I don't know if anything you want to add to that. But I mean, I feel like that's a somewhat common attribute. For sure. I mean, if, and I, you know, I, like, and I think you agree that people a lot of times, you know, and even, you know, I, I've been guilty of that at time from time to time of, you know, slacking. Everybody's been guilty of it before. Yeah, slacking. Like nobody's just. Every day, yeah, 100% like slacking in the strength piece because I'm like, oh man, I got to do all these bar muscles later. Like I'm not gonna maybe like go that hard, you know. I I, I get that, but um, but if you can let that go a little bit and say it's no big deal, like it's okay if I you know went a little bit slower because I was fatigued going into it. I think you're better off for it. So uh, hopefully, maybe I'm sure some of you guys can definitely resonate with that. Of uh, and so like I said, take this one thing away from the podcast of you know, putting your attention into the strength pieces and, and taking them seriously, right? And, and having a good time between sets and bullshitting with people and that's that's part of the gig a little bit. But you know, you should be you should be trying. Yeah. You know, if you should be having some strength face Put while you guys attention. are lifting. <laughs> if you guys are sitting there like no big deal, like uh like I said, laughing up and cutting up while you're literally doing the exercise, then you know that that's probably a little bit too easy. So um but hopefully that uh that resonated with some of you guys and uh we'll talk to you guys next time. Maybe potentially in the future we might try to get some so it seems, on well, you put that little thing in the in the uh, that was a big one. the group, but people want you know guest hosts yeah. on the podcast, and uh, I guess we'll maybe have to start getting that organized. Maybe get some people on here and start bullshit. Maybe like once a month we bring somebody on to oh, uh, get ready for those to bullshit <laughs> with and whatnot, and then tell their story and, and everything else. But that could get off that could go off the rails really really quickly. Yeah, I think it'd be good though. But maybe we'll try to start doing that stuff. Maybe something like that at the beginning of the year where we maybe bring somebody on once a month and, and talk to them and bullshit and what like that. People who have interesting stories and everything like that uh, would be kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, but all right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you guys next time. See you.